Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Hey guys, welcome to episode 98 of the Business Bites Podcast. My name's Rachel Brinke, and today I'm joined by Lindsay Maloney. I am thrilled and stoked to have her. This is a, uh, she comes from a place that not a lot of other guests have, and so I think she's going to bring some really unique, awesome insights into how introverts can grow their business. A little bio on her, she is a rapid transformational therapy practitioner, I'll let her explain that here in a little bit. She is a self-made business and success coach who specializes in teaching women how to start and scale their dream coaching businesses with simplicity and confidence. She believes that you guys should always choose to use your intuition to guide you as you grow your business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you're going to feel inspired to take her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. That's my goal too. She works with women who want to get unstuck and structure their brilliance into coaching businesses that are sustainable and financially exhilarating. I love that. And last but not least, she is the creator of Standout Coaching Academy and is the host of Book Your Dream Clients podcast. You guys can find all of the links and everything for Lindsay lindsaymaloney.com or else you can head over to rachelbrandy.com forward slash epi98 Lindsay, i'm excited thanks for coming on yes rachel thank you so much for having me i've been really excited to be here you know i your your bio and this subject matter is wonderful uh you know my whole life i've kind of identified as an extrovert but as i get older i feel like i've become more of like an introvert so this is perfect for those that may feel like they're either transitioning into introvertism, I guess, if you will. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. And I, I think I could tell that you're an extrovert right away, like the first time I ever heard you. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm more of just a homebody extrovert now. Mm. Like as I get older, I just want to know people by the evening. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. All right. So let's dig into how introverts can grow their business. Before, though, we get into the meat of it, I want to know a little bit about your background, very specific specifically on what a rapid transformational therapy practitioner is and how you got to where you are now. Oh, okay. I'm so excited to share all of this with you in a majorly condensed form because it's a long <laughs> journey. <laughs> I've been doing this for nine years. I started my, I live in a really small town. It has 800 people. Sometimes wow. we tap out at like 900 when things get really <laughs> exciting, <laughs> but we're very small. I grew up here. Um, I married, I have three kids. I work full time from home and I have my own business. So I've, I've created a coaching business from the idea that I want to be more than just a full-time employee. I want to be more mm-hmm. than a mom. And I'm just going to go with whatever this journey, wherever this journey takes me. So over nine years, I've transitioned into being this business and success coach and a rapid transformational therapy practitioner. It's such a mouthful, I know. But um, <laughs> I decided that you know nine years ago, I had this pull, this call to do more. And I didn't know where it was going to take me. So I just started, as most entrepreneurs seem to start, with a health coaching business. I think that's like our gateway into entrepreneurism is start a health coaching (laughs) business. And I did that for about four years and had a couple more babies. And then I decided, you know what? I really like the business side of it. I'm dropping the health coaching aspect and I'm just going to go with the flow. And as we know, as 
business owners, especially online business owners, the mindset is so very important. And I was just noticing so many patterns with my students and clients that they had Mm -hmm. everything like, you know, the, the, not the van, the vanity numbers, the websites, like they got it, but there's something that's holding them back. They just can't seem to get those clients. There's something blocking them. And I just, I knew I needed to find a tool to help them do that because I just want to help. I want to help my girls do everything. I know they're capable of working with clients and having these amazing coaching businesses. So I became an RTT practitioner, which means that I basically use this tool um, and it's hypnosis. And if you would ask me a year ago and said, hey, Lindsay, are you going to be hypnotizing people to see if they can break through anything (laughs) in their business? I would have said, excuse me, what? (laughs) And no, but that's what I do. I actually help people um, while they're under hypnosis. We do this online. We do this in person. We go under hypnosis and we try and figure out like sometimes clients will come to me because they have a money block. They feel like they Mm -hmm. just hit a wall and they can't get past it. So we will do something like that. And basically, if you've ever meditated or anything like that, it's like you're you're meditating, but it's conversational. So it's not like you see on TV or what you're thinking. It's something Mm -hmm. weird. You're just in a highly meditative state. You're going into your mind. You're letting your subconscious speak for you for once. You're listening for once. Why is this money block coming up? How can we get rid of it and how can we heal it? And I've seen huge transformations with my clients and students who have decided that they're ready for this. And I, yeah, I've been doing this for about six months now, the RTT part of it. And I studied so much for it. And it's such a huge accomplishment for me because I've seen transformations with myself. So now it's like such a blessing to pass it through other people. I love it. I love it. So let's go back a little bit though. If you could go back to like when you first got into the coaching stuff, I know you mentioned a bit about going from um, health coaching into kind of just wherever you're led to go from there. If you could go back to any time within that, what would you tell yourself or what is something that you would change? Something that I would change if I could just walk up to myself, I can see myself working in my living room because I had a toddler crawling all around the house. I always had to like move offices (laughs) in my house and I was always working and I would just walk up to myself and I would shut the computer off and say, you don't need to do this. This is not pushing you forward, by the way. This is not going to get you anywhere. You're just sitting here because you want to be busy and you want to make this look like this this is going to do something. And that Mm -hmm. makes me sad to say that, but it's a hard lesson that I had to learn. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are doing that. They're doing all this busy work because they feel like if they work harder, something will happen. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just the complete opposite. I noticed for myself that I will fall into this busyness, um, not business, but the busyness trap, because if I get so overwhelmed with so much that I need to do, then I am like, huh, guess I should overhaul the website because then I'll feel productive yes. even though I don't need to do it. <laughs> that just happened in the last week. But, you know, sometimes I, so for me, I know that when I fall into the trap and I realize that I'm doing busy work like that, stuff that my fingers don't necessarily need to do or doesn't need done, I check myself. Like I have to step back and go, what is it about the list that I have to do in the tasks 
why, why am I polarized from it right now? Like, why am I running mm-hmm, away from it? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's my own self-check. Oh, totally. I think it's about being mindful of what you're doing because I'll do the same thing. If I, that's a trigger for me, like the whole website thing. If I <laughs> notice that I'm like playing in the back end, I have to say, Lindsay, does this really need to be done right now? Because mm-hmm. what are you what are you putting off? And sometimes mm-hmm. even my husband will ask me that because all of a sudden I'll start like this random project at home and he'll say, what are you supposed to be doing right now in your business that you're like, <laughs> why are you cleaning out the covers? Why are you organizing Christmas things in July? Because like, I'm putting something off. So it's the same thing. We can, we have to we're our own bosses, but somehow we assign ourselves too much or really random things Mm -hmm. that aren't going to help our business. And being mindful is so important because, you know, we have a team of people working with us. We have ourselves, we have clients and students. We need to be operating at a higher level than that. Mm -hmm. You know, and as you're talking, I just was thinking about how my team will say, they'll come up to me and go, did you get to work out today? And I'll go, no, actually, I didn't. They're like, we can tell. Just because I'm a bit more like, oh, we need to do this. You know, why Why was this folded this way? Not like in like an mm-hmm. aggressive, rude boss, but I'm just like nitpicking over the little details that normally I am go with the flow, don't really care. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so for me, and I wanted, Lindsay, I'm so glad that we're talking about this before we move into the topic, just to give a reminder to everyone listening that her, Lindsay and I are about a decade plus into this combined, right? Like you're nine years and I'm coming up with 15 years. So we've got decades of experience, but here we are even sharing with you that we still have to do self-checks on ourselves. I think the busyness aspect that you're referring to in the beginning, sometimes it's because entrepreneurs don't know which direction to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas now when we're this far along, we know where we need to go. And we know, we know how much work is going to be needs to go into it. So sometimes we avoid that. Um, do you think, and let me ask you this, this really wasn't part of the topic for today, but I'm interested to know with your, um, business and the way that you practice and help entrepreneurs is, do you think that we become more or less purposeful the further along that we get? I mean, I'm thinking of it from a standpoint that in the beginning, you're really driven by fear, the fear of failing or, you know, not knowing if you're going to make it once you start quote unquote making it and that fear kind of subsides, um, I don't know, like, is is that much of a driver anymore? Are we less or more purposeful in our business? I feel that we're more purposeful because, like, it, we have a clear mm-hmm. vision then. It's not so blurred and shaky and random. I think I, I think we're more purposeful. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I guess I was thinking because it's so easy for us to fall into this busy aspect. Mm-hmm. Where are we really – does that mean that we're less purposeful? No, it just means we're human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> We exactly. have to remind ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, good. All right, so let's move into the topic here. You know, I, it's it, they these two things that we've talked about so far, you know, about being purposeful and the mindset and everything – I think it's even more important when it comes to introverts and how they can grow their business. So I want to hear some of your top tips of how you work with introverts so that they, because I feel like, and maybe because I'm an extrovert, I'm saying this, I feel like sometimes business and entrepreneurship is easier for extroverts than it is introverts. I really want to reach out and grab those introverts and help them either feel empowered. Well, I want them to feel empowered, but also to have action steps that they can take going forward to grow. Yeah, definitely. This is a really popular topic and I feel I'm I'm the definition of an introvert and I I really want um to empower like you said the introverts to do this because mm-hmm. this this space that we're in 
online entrepreneurism is perfect for introverts because introverts are operating at their best when they're comfortable. That's why introverts tend to stay in their comfort zones and it's really hard to pull them out. So like for me, I just want to stay home forever unless I can like go somewhere like I just would rather stay home. <laughs> I'm a huge homebody. Um, but this, the topic of working from home, I've worked from home for my um, corporate job for almost 15 years. So I feel like I was just really born at the exact time that I was supposed to be born because I don't think I can highly function outside of, you know, a busy place <laughs> or an office or whatever. I did that. I'd rather be home. But when there is a person who has an idea for an online business, and they see all these people, let's say, for example, like for, for you, Rachel, they see you, they can tell that you have a lot of energy and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't have that. I can't go mm-hmm. online and do this. And that's it's intimidating for them. So they stay hidden, but yet they have this dream that not everyone has. Not everyone wants to have this online business. It's not like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is common as much as it might feel. It's really important to acknowledge that dream that you have that person that you look up to and start walk, walking towards her in a sense and and start walking that road. And the reason why introverts work so well is again cuz they're able to work from home and they're mm-hmm. able to do all the things on their own terms. One thing that I like to say is introverts have to take and take be very conscious of what they do. And I think they already are because they already know they're an introvert because I remember the first time I ever heard that word I was like, "Wow." That's me, 100%. Like, I finally felt like I wasn't weird or I wasn't sociable or I wasn't like, you know, my, like my dad is like such a social person. And he'd always say, like, you need to get out of the house and go meet people. I'm like, okay, first of all, where am I going to go? The post office? We live in this. <laughs> but I, I never like, I, I never felt connected with him in that way. And I always felt like I was doing something wrong. And then when I finally realized, no, that's just who I am. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to make this work for me. And I and I did. So I have something that I can do from home that makes me feel like I'm contrib- contributing on uh, with a higher purpose, that I'm doing good for the world. I'm creating a ripple effect. I'm helping other women. So if you feel like there's something out there for you, go do it. Go follow it. Go see where it goes. But it's really important to be mindful of how you do it. You know what I think is interesting. I love the encouragement for introverts because as an extrovert, I've envied introverts. I always felt like they've come across as very smart and pensive and calculated and strategic. And with myself being an extrovert, the other part of that is also being, um, you know, throw caution to the wind. I am more of a risk taker. And I feel like both have their place in entrepreneurship. But if I sit back and look at some of the largest names and faces that are educators that are guiding others, I would bet majority of them are actually introverts at heart. Um, and so for me, I hope that encourages those that are listening. And I, I don't think it's necessarily right or wrong, whichever one you are. What you are getting at, Lindsay, is there is a place. As long as you have a mission and a calling and a decision to do something, there is a place. You know, one of the things I talk about a lot on the Business Bites podcast, um, the, the most popular episode ever is episode 12, and it's called The Magic of a Client Avatar. But really, what it digs into is the psychology of uh, who you're going to attract. You know, who are you talking to? What is your unique selling proposition? And I think there's great power, introverts listening to this, in knowing that you can put 
your introversion and your characteristics into your entrepreneurship, whether it's online, in person. And if you want to attract other introverts, you can. I feel, and I feel kind of sad as an extrovert saying this, that I think entre- I'm sorry, introverts often feel suffocated or brushed aside or into the shadows, I guess is a better way to visualize it. Because in this online social media sphere that we have with Instagram influencers and YouTube and all of that, I think it's easier for extroverts to shine, but it's they, they shining is only it can only go so far. Like you still have to back that up with knowledge and experience and hard work. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with that. I guess just to be an encouragement and build on what you said that if you have a plan, you introvert, I think introverts are going to get it done better than extroverts. I feel like extroverts may have a shorter lifespan than introverts do. I don't know. I just think longevity mm-hmm. in planning and strategy for mm-hmm. introverts. Well, yeah, that's really an important way to look at it. I think everyone has to realize that who they are is just fine no matter what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's all good. And that's why it's so important to be yourself online. It doesn't – I can't pretend to be Rachel and Rachel can't pretend to be me because it's not going to work. We're not going to attract our dream clients that way because something's going to feel off. So a lot of times I will bring in a really big extrovert that wants to work with me because they kind of need that balance. They need somebody to take them down a notch and kind of balance them out a little bit. And that, that's, that happens a lot. Or I'll attract high introverts just like me that they finally feel like somebody gets them. And the only reason that happens is because I'm open with who I am and how I operate and how I can function and if I wasn't honest about that, I wouldn't have those amazing people in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's kind of hone in on what do you think are some of the weaknesses that come along with being an introvert and maybe some tips of how to help the introverts listening turn those to strengths or to minimize their impact mm-hmm. on their business. Yes. I think identifying with something and labeling yourself is one thing mm-hmm. and living by it is another. So if you use everything, well, I'm an introvert and I'm an, I'm an extrovert or I'm this and that, you're using it as like a, a, a blueprint for how you're going to operate your day. It's just, you know, what then with anything, whatever you say becomes reality. So I don't wake up in the morning and think, I'm such an introvert today. What should I do to be an introvert? I don't think about that at all unless like I go on a podcast interview. I don't think about it. I just do what is best for me. I don't do what's what is advised by, you know, maybe a coach or a a program that I'm in, I always tap into what's going to work best for me and how it's going to make me feel good. How is it going to make, how is this going to make my business feel easy and fun? If it's not, then I'm not going to do it. But it's really important Mm -hmm. to not just say, just identify with something, even with, you know, illnesses, whatever, don't identify with anything, just be you and then do whatever works best for you. So if you're feeling like you're off in your business, Take take note of what you're doing. Write down everything that you do every day and then maybe like cross out the things that don't serve you. Do you need to do them at all or can you have mm. somebody help you do them or how can you make it easy? Everything that feels like it's kind of off or unaligned, I always say, how can I make this easier for me? And then I'll either make it easier for me or I'll have somebody else do it or I'll have somebody help me with it. Because this is my business. I created it. Nobody said, Lindsay, you need to create your online business right now. It's, it's that this is me. So 
me being like the best boss to myself, no matter if I'm an introvert or an extrovert or whatever it is, that's what's going to make my business last. That's why I've had a business for nine years. And that's why you've had a business for 15 plus years, because we're okay with who we are. So what I want to ask you, and we can always edit this out if it's too much, mm-hmm. when, when, being an introvert, and this is the this is the naive extrovert in me speaking, do you automatically become anxiety ridden or stressed out when you have to come on podcasts or talk in front of people? Or do you not really think that that aligns with introvertism? Mm, I think a lot of introverts will identify with anxiety. I I don't get nervous to do anything that has to do with my business. I'm just so tapped into my business. I don't I never get nervous. Well, there goes my follow-up question. Uh, <laughs> and I'll throw and I'll throw the extrovert off. No, I never I just I don't get nervous at all. So let's hear your follow-up question. Well, the question was going to be how would you prepare like for today's podcast? So what are some tips for introverts out there? Because I've heard this from my clients as well, who are very introverted and they want to do speaking engagements. They want to go on podcasts, but they become a nervous wreck about it. And you know, extroverts also have public speaking anxiety, but I've seen this in a lot of introverts. What tips would you give them to I mean, we can't just delegate that. I guess you right. could in content creation, but if you're trying to like put yourself out there and make the business be about you, your face and your voice has to show up. So Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you recommend introverts to work through that anxiety or um, apprehension of being in the public light? Yeah. So sometimes I'll notice that my mind isn't nervous, but I notice my body is a little bit nervous. Mm -hmm. I'll notice like I'm, I'm breathing a little bit shallower or I'm like, like walking around the house trying to find something to do. And I'm just kind of all over the place. And then I really have to just stop myself and just do some breathing exercises. Breathing is really important, but then doing (laughs) three big deep inhales and exhales before I do something. Like even when I came on with you, I always do that because it kind of helps my body calm down a little bit, even though I didn't even realize my body might've been a little bit elevated. Um, so I'll do that. And then I, I, you know, I do simple things like, um, I have essential oils that help me calm down, even though I don't feel that way. I know that my body might need it. So I always have that. And I think it's just important to really structure your day. So, you know, how much you can handle, you know, I'm not going to do a bunch of podcast interviews in one day because I would deplete my energy or I'm not going to have a bunch of client calls or student, student work because I don't have it takes a lot of energy to do to deal with other clients and students. So I'm very mindful of how much I put myself out there. And I always am very careful with my hours, you know, setting your hours, like how much can you take on every single day, every single week, just really being super careful of how much energy you're going to be expending because every time you expend it, you need to replace it. So have a method to replace it as well as, super important. And that for me is having quiet time with three kids. Sometimes it's a little bit hard. That's why I wake up really early in the morning so I can have my quiet time. That is how I fill my cup. And um, I think a lot of introverts too like their morning quiet time. So if you're not a morning person, maybe you can have some quiet time at night or maybe try and have some quiet time in the morning. You know, I'm not a morning person either, but I found that if I don't have that get up, have coffee, quiet time, 
and then workout time in the morning, you know, the best I can getting kids to school and everything. But if I don't have that, I am agitated or antsy, I guess is the better word for the rest of the day. Um, so for me, even not being a morning person, cause I know just by sheer entrepreneurship life and mom life and just life in general, by the end of the day, like you said, the cup's overflowing and full and there's no space for anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it becomes a stress trying to figure out when I'm going to have quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. when it's like, just got to get it in right away. Cause then you don't feel like you're rushing the kids to bed. There's nothing worse than rushing your kids to bed. Like I always feel like such a, a cranky mom if I'm rushing them to bed and I don't want to do that. So that's why I'm, again, I wake up before the sun rises every single day. I feel like that's when my body wants me to. And so if, I don't care if it's the weekend, if it's five, I'm up because that's when I feel like I can be my best with my business, myself. And then when everyone starts to come around, you know, with, with my business and work and kids, then I'm good. Like my cup's full. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to add, switch gears just a tad bit. Let's talk a tiny bit about marketing. Like I particularly mention a lot about business referral relationships. If you guys want to check out episode 18, um, again, all this is going to be linked, rachelbranke.com forward slash EPI 98, all the Lindsay stuff and also related episodes will be linked there too. But I talk a lot about business referral relationships and how those are gold, how that really can bring you uh, more customers or clients, whatever type of business it is. What would you recommend, Lindsay, for introverts? Do you recommend pairing up with other introverts or doing a mixture of extroverts? Or is that not even something to take into consideration? Well, I love that. I I love that idea. And I feel like that can be overwhelming for some introverts to have to do all of that. Mm -hmm. I have extrovert students who have referred me a lot of them. So I love them for that. And I think, you know, the power of word of mouth is so great. But sometimes it's hard to go out there and say, hey, you guys, can you tell Mm -hmm. everyone about my business? And I know even for introverts, it's really hard for them to even ask for a testimonial. Um, But it's really important to do what feels aligned for you. So whether it's collaborating with a blog post, those are the, probably the easiest for introverts blog posts or doing a live with somebody in their mm-hmm. Facebook group, kind of in a more close community that feels really good, but you have to take in what works best for you. If somebody asks you to do something with them and it doesn't feel fun or easy, if it starts to just bring up anxious feelings, then you don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything. Just do what feels right for you. So you're excited to sit down in front of your computer. And if you start to feel that, that, creeping feeling of, I don't want to do this. I'm dreading this. It's not a line for you. And it's just a huge sign that you don't need to do it. Interesting. So let me, one last question. I'll let you go because we're trying to keep this as quick bite as possible, but I love the topic. In the context, you're talking about being uncomfortable. At what point should introverts start pushing the envelope of comfortability? When should mm-hmm. they, you know, you people say get comfortable with eat, being uncomfortable and that kind of stuff. That's the <laughs> progress is on the other side of fear or whatever, you know, any of those little quotes. At what point, do, and I totally butchered them by the way, but at what point do, should entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, oh my God, <laughs> introverts get, so I'm making up all sorts of words on this episode. The transcriptionist is going to be like, highlight, highlight, not a word. Um, what's my question? Oh, so you talk about if they're uncomfortable in dreading doing, let's say, a webinar or um, getting onto a podcast. 
at what point do you encourage an introvert to push past that uncomfortable feeling or should they just Well, I think there are things you need to do in your that. business to push it forward. So whether I think a webinar is way more scarier than we make it seem. And if I I remember my first webinar I had one person and mm-hmm. I I was scared out of my mind and I forgot to hit the record button, but you know what? I lived. But there's just certain things that you like like you said, everyone says get comfortable with getting uncomfortable, and I think there, that's true to a point. Um, I'm not going to go and have a bunch of speaking engagements next mm. month because that might throw me off a little bit. And then your body could even respond by getting sick, or your body's just going to try and protect you as much as it can. So mm-hmm. I think going slow. You're not going to move forward in your business if you don't move forward literally. So you have to take steps, whether they're small or big, you have to do something. Action is what's going to push you forward. So whether it's writing a blog post, doing a webinar, going live, speaking, podcasting, whatever it is, just take small bites. There's no rush. And I think the most important part is we need just to apply patience. It's going to take maybe a little bit longer for introverts to to get through all of those those steps, but that's okay. We have to be okay with that. The trust and the patience has to be infused into everything that we do. I agree. I love that. Lindsay, this has been wonderful. Do you have any last tips you want to leave them with? Let them know you have an entire freebie vault. So feel free to share about that as well. Because uh, I want the yeah, introverts absolutely. definitely to If you to guys have any resources. questions about anything that I do or that I said, you can totally reach out to me. I hang out a lot on Instagram. You can send me a DM or you can find me on Facebook. You can join our free community dreamclientcommunity.com or just go play in the freebie vault and download all the things for you to help build your business. That's awesome. Well, guys, you can check out all of the show notes, links of Lindsay's stuff at rachelreggie.com forward slash EPI 98. Don't forget, we're coming up on the 100th episode. So we're going to be doing some fun stuff in the Business Bites group on Facebook. So be sure to jump into there, get involved in the discussion, and I will see you guys on the other side. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of the Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.